Joined in the studio by Harith Bakri. Harith, welcome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Yeah. You've come all the way from Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, that's right. Which is, well, your neighbours, but it's a bit of a journey. It's an hour yeah. by plane. So you're based in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, that's right. And you're Malaysian? Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about the Malaysian Singaporean food. We're talking a little bit off air about that, but we yeah, don't want to sure. raise any controversy. Yeah. We're going to talk about Gala Space, which mm -hmm. is your gig, your mm -hmm. main thing, your your startup. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about the journey that you've been on, the problems that you're, or the problem that you're focused on solving, and also, you know, where you go from here. You know, what the future offers for Gala Space and the the event space that you're in as well. So, Harith, let's start at the top. Gala space, what's it all about? Tell us what the the problem is that you're solving and what it is that you do. So yeah, um, you know, last year I had a aha moment. Mm -hmm. So I was in a um, university student. Yeah, uh, technically I am right now. By the way, how old are you? Just I think it's worth sharing because <laughs> this, this is quite interesting in itself. Yeah, right? you I'm, are I'm currently 19 this year. 19, yeah. good for you. That's, yeah. a great, that's a great age for startup founders. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg was 19 when he started Facebook and mm -hmm. you have Sean Fanning as well. Yeah. Another one, 19 when he started Napster. So yeah, that's right. Don't let me start with you. 19, <laughs> Harith, go on. So yeah, um, my aha moment was that um, we were assigned, my lecturer assigned me to create an event mm. for what's called a charity event. So we kind of like um, trying to find an event space and all that. So despite finding them, we had to go uh, one of the site. Then we had to, to make them booking and all that. Mm. We had to have to email them, you know. It's kind of a bit uh, tedious, take time. And, you know, as a student, we, mm, what's it called? Mm. We want to save our money for yeah. the transportation costs and all that, right? Yeah. So so that, that came into mind. Who has done this, actually? Mm. Um, if there's no one does that, then maybe I should want. Well, there's no one. solutions out there if you want to go and find an event space. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Event space and also event services because we had to to find a food catering mm -hmm. um, and also some of the additional um, event services that we need mm -hmm. to have during mm -hmm. when we organize a charity event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how many people were you organizing this event for? <laughs> well, surprisingly, because our class was about um, 120. Mm -hmm. So... It, uh, so it, it splits into half. Mm -hmm. uh, we had 60 people and some of um, most of the, the remaining half did not do anything, just attend the event. That's right, it. right, right. But, yeah. Okay, so you, let's just understand, you were at university. Yeah, that's right. Your professor or your lecturer said to you, right, this is the, this is the project, you've got to go out and organize this event. Yeah. You went out there, looked for available solutions. There was none mm -hmm. that suited what you were trying to do. Yeah. So you decided, well, I'm going to start my own. Mm. How did that happen? What was the process that you went through? So yeah, um, I had a previous startup as well. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, even then, I I may have a similar situation where I had to look for a team. Mm -hmm. So um, despite finding the team and creating a team, it will be it will be quite um, what's called a risk, a gamble because mm -hmm. you don't know anyone. Yeah. So I managed to find, you know, I was playing a game called Habo. It's Habo, a, Habo Hotel? Yeah, that's right. Do people still play that? Yeah, there is in Singapore and wow. Malaysia, actually. So, yeah. Um, that's old. That's from way back. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you play that game? I so? remember it. But I'm talking like more than 10 years ago. It was yeah, around, that's yeah. right. There's still people playing that. Yeah. Yeah. So there are adults are playing that game, yeah. Um, kind of the chase is that I made friends with, with them who are developers, mm -hmm. business person. 
da, da working professionally. Through Habbo Hotel. Yeah, this is playing that. So you met through Habbo Hotel and yeah. then you just said, hey, let's let's start a business together. Yeah, that's right. Right. Was this this is your current business, Gala Space, or the one before? In the current business. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the previous business it's an interesting is recruiting yeah. strategy. <laughs> <laughs> so the previous business is that I found a team through hashtag on right. Instagram. Uh huh. Yeah. How did that? So th this is Calendaria, right? Yeah, Calendaria. Previously, this is your your social calendar app yeah. that you had before. Yeah. Before we talk a little bit about Gala Space, maybe we can sort of wind back a little yeah, bit and sure. talk about Calendaria because I mean, the interesting thing: you're 19, you're a startup mm -hmm. founder, but it's not your first startup, right? Yeah. So what happened before? What were you doing before this? So that um, well, let's get back to 2018. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that I? I wanted to do something that is. Um, it's like um, different to, to normal teenagers because mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, going through the drama and silly, what's called silly high school um, drama and all that, I mm -hmm. feel like maybe I should do something different to create uh, to create influence right. and give uh, value. So so my friend told, uh, shot me a video called um, Co-Stars. It mm -hmm. um, features what's called Chris Bosch, um, the N NBA, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. all-star, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Jack Dorsey and all that. They share you about why you want to code, why you should code and all that. Right, right. So that video led me to where I am right now is that because I'm very passionate about it, actually. Right, so this is way back in 2014, right? Yeah. Okay. Then, then it came to mind that I should create something as a start. Right. Yeah, as a learning pathway. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, were, you were what? You were 15? Yeah. In 2014, it was, I was uh, 15. Right. So you started your first business when you were 15. Was it a business or was it just an app back then? Just an app. We don't right. have any kind of uh, business. Right. Yeah. Did it become a business? Not really. Right. It was just an app. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, uh, just a step stone mm. to, to develop mm. myself as an individual who mm. wants to, to venture into business. Okay. Yeah. So it taught you about building teams, yeah, developing, right. developing code, yeah. and so on. Yeah. And then Gala Space started in well over a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And was that started as a business, or did it again that start as an app or a website? Um, it was just um, just a rough idea. Yeah. And then, and then we could get serious when when we talk about business stuff and all that, right? That's a market size, mm. business opportunity, all that. So let's get things done seriously. Yeah. And then. You know what? Um, this is what we are approaching right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, let's have a quick look at what's on offer. This is your website here. If you're yeah, watching a right. YouTube video, yeah. So you basically are a marketplace for events. Yeah, that's event right. Event place, event yeah. hosts, and event you know, venues, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are we looking at now? If we just have a quick look at your website, we're looking at your some selections here. Yeah, that's right. Currently, we just um, beta launch, which just announced mm -hmm. a few days ago. Okay. Yeah, so we're currently are inviting event space owner, event service provider yeah. to join our platform. Okay. Yeah. So what's the challenge in that model? Is you is the challenge getting uh, the event venues or getting the buyers of those venues affected, the, the renters, if you like? Because you're building a two-sided marketplace, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Um, actually, it depends on, on what kind of ev uh, event space hmm. owners that they are, look, are looking at. Yeah. Because... Maybe if you're a restaurant owner, then it will be a challenging because, mm -hmm. um, you know, there will be customers and all that. Mm -hmm. So it may affect um, their, their business day. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at the warehouse or something like a huge open uh, event space, then you can let uh, events, uh, what's called? Um, event services provider yeah. to, to utilize the, right. yeah. 
Right. Yeah. So a larger, you know, obviously more expensive services provided, but yourself, you you can kind of come at all ang- all levels of yeah, the right. event venue yeah. space, right? So we want it to be affordable, mm. uh, low cost, because creating an event will mm. be will be what's called very expensive. Mm. Yeah, and also it's a like almost one time thing. Yeah. So that's the reason why we want it to be a low cost. Also. Yeah. Okay. T- tell me a little about little bit about who's in your team at mm-hmm. the moment obviously yourself harith who, who else do you have with you and tell me which ones actually came from Habo hotel um so yeah looking at the website is that we have um there's five yeah. of you there yeah um there are four of us mm-hmm. four of us are from Habo hotel and oh, one really? was yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then one um did they know each other through Habo hotel yeah they okay. do yeah. Okay. so yeah. the um the, uh, what's called the one on the below me yeah um, that's the person I met in high school oh yeah. yeah so what sort of age is everybody here um mostly around my age okay just uh, about about uh, what's called two, two years difference uh-huh. yeah. who's the youngest <laughs> me you're probably. the youngest okay. yeah okay so the, the age from 19 up to 20 21 yeah that's right. are they graduates are they, what's the sort of education did they stay on at university or some what sort of backgrounds do they have yeah most of our team members are from um uh, computer science yeah so uh about five of us are computer science students right yeah okay so how did you you just come to the beta at the moment mm-hmm. you've launched that how did you fund up until now was it just all your own money did you have investment um not right now we are, oh. although we are looking for investment right mm-hmm. now okay uh, so you bootstrapped yeah bootstrapping well. right now it's yeah. quite easy i suppose if you're you're younger as well you have mm-hmm. lower overheads and yeah. so on so tell us a little bit about your your funding at the moment you're out there actively fundraising mm-hmm. what are you looking for uh, currently, we're looking for pre-seed, uh, pre-seed investors, mm-hmm. so that we can we can use that that funds to to optimize our our system, um, recruit new engineers, mm-hmm. and also use that fund for marketing. And okay. Other, yeah. And how much are you looking for? Hundred twenty. Hundred twenty k thousand ringgit. Yeah. Um, dollars Singapore dollars yeah. okay so it's about 80,000 US is that about right 90,000 US <laughs> no idea for that. roughly okay. yeah so this is to help you explore the market yeah. get to revenues so that, yeah and so you're not at revenues at the moment or no, you are not right now okay yeah. all right so we are currently with that revenues I mean with that funding we could we could operate into two different countries which is yeah. Singapore and also Malaysia yeah yeah okay so I, w- I want to ask you a little bit about where it goes from here, but before that, mm-hmm. I'm curious about how your peers, so being a 19-year-old entrepreneur, is, is that a rarity in Kuala Lumpur, where you're from? Are there many of those? I mean, how do people react to that? Well, I feel that, you know, I, I think that we should normalize because it's still, it's still um, rare. Hmm. Um, to have someone who is doing these things at a very young age, mm. but but despite of that, uh, uh, among my close circles, yeah. they were they were starting to. I mean, initially they were like, "Nah, this is too too early for you." Right. What did they mean by that? that? It's too risky, or you should go and get a proper job if I can no, quote unquote that. No, I mean it's like um, you know, uh, when I was in high school, they were like, "No, you shouldn't do this and all that because." It should be it should be the ones who who doing 
this when you are grown up and all that. Uh, Go through the proper, what's called proper system and all that, right? right? Yeah. What would that proper system be? That yeah, definitely graduate your high school, yeah. then get a university degree, mm. and then you can start uh, going where you want to be. Right, right, yeah. right. The, the, the established career path, right? Yeah. The are you, so what about yourself? Are you graduate or university, right? University? No, I'm still, I'm still studying, actually. You're still studying? Yeah. So you're running this business whilst you're studying? Yeah. So I just started my degree right now. Oh, you just, just started now. your yeah. degree right now. <laughs> so, how, I mean, just in, obviously, you know, if investors are listening, that's one thing that they may want to know about, is that how do you expect them to fund you if you're still at university? Well, um, you know, because I'm, I am, I am a person, not not really, but I find myself to to manage to to find a time, mm-hmm. and if if there's a time that that I do not feel, you know, that's an empty time and all that, mm-hmm. I try to fulfill it. Okay. And also, you know, um, if we're going to find in Singapore, I mean, and running in in Malaysia, so uh, you know, it doesn't really need what's called. Uh, the distance of it, the mm. operating, all that, it doesn't, um, what's called? It doesn't create an issue? You don't yeah, see it, it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I had to ask because mm-hmm. somebody's going to be thinking that. Um, and the, the other members of your team, are they all students or they graduates? Um, Both of them are graduates. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. you do have some full yeah. time. Of the, I mean, oh, all yeah. of them are currently working and all that. They are right, graduated. Right, right, yeah. okay. What would happen if this thing really took off mm-hmm. and you find yourself sitting on a Facebook, you know, and you're at university. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? What would that mean to you? Do you ever think about that sort of, <laughs> that decision that you may have to make at some point? If I have come to that kind of decision, yes, I need to drop out and all that. Right. Although my mother, my mom <laughs> kind of disagree on <laughs> all that. But on the other hand, my dad, if my dad says that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It seems like he may agree because he is also a dean in the university. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So... <laughs> He should know. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about growth. Mm-hmm. Where is the growth in this market? Where you, where obviously you're, you're targeting geographical growth, you're Malaysia and Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't there a danger that this market is easy to get into? I mean, I could go and set up a, a portal for event spaces and be your competitor and we're, mm-hmm. we're both sort of at each other you know and mm-hmm. it's who can maybe have the best seo who, who maybe you know can provide the cheapest deal for the, the event space how have you sort of thought through that process in terms of protecting your market yes um because um he actually community centric mm-hmm. so with that in mind we have uh we can really focus on acquiring mm-hmm. user i mean customers and all that because because we can see that we provide provide value to the community and all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And how would you do that? How would you sort of protect that those relationships? Um, by giving them uh, ambassadorship discounts oh, and yeah. um, give them guidelines, tips, mm. and all that. Because mm-hmm. we are targeting um, students, especially okay. like me when I had that the idea. Because right. Because they want to, they need to create yeah. an event, yeah, yeah. and also we we also focus on corporate events, yeah. Okay, so when you say you're targeting students, you mean students as the event bookers or the event space owners? Um, the um both of them actually, mm. because they need they need an event yeah. space yeah. and also they need um services mm-hmm. that uh to to support the event. Mm-hmm. So so that um you know, 
so that you know, the event will be running smoothly and all that. Right. You know. And how big is that event market for students? Do you know? I mean, um, how active is it? I wouldn't know. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's a lot of nightlife and all those kind of like cultural and entertainment events. Can um, you just give us a feel for how? We yeah, because um, you know, every student uh, maybe about so every student uh, that is in university. Yeah. Um, in in India, first or oh, in one year period, they had to. I mean, they have to attend. They have to organize about at least two, three events. Oh, they have to? Yeah. As a part of their yeah, course? Assign, yeah, assignment and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right. imagine if every university is doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, right. it's, a, it's a huge opportunity. Is that specific to one university or is that? Uh, every university actually. Because okay. they want, I mean, the university would like to market yeah. their, their brand, uh, brand name and all that. Yeah. 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 And what sort of event spaces would they go to? Um... It depends on what kind of event they organize, yeah. but mostly it will be charity hmm. events, and it could be for for me as myself as a computer science student. Yeah, they have to look for they have to look for open space event, yeah. so that they could organize hackathon or right. Yeah. right. Okay, interesting. Tell us a little bit about your team. I know we've we've sort of seen them already. Mm. There's the five of you. There's yeah. four that for from Habo Hotel, right? Yeah. So, uh, I'm curious as to your company culture as well. What it's like working in that team? How do you work together? Obviously, you're in university as well, and mm. you have the other four are in the working world. Mm. How do you cooperate as a team? Tell us a little bit about the culture of your company. So yeah, um, you know. Almost every meeting that we we have to attend, as mm. um, like we is done through Skype because most of us are not really uh, from the same place. Uh-huh. One is in Singapore, and then both um, two, including me, in KL, and then Drasa in Philippines and also London. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we have to every night. I mean, not um, not every night, but almost every night that we have to to go through Skype and discuss. Yeah. Right, so there's five of you in three different, four different countries? Yeah, that's right. Right, yeah. but you all get together for your group meeting? Yeah, across time, time, yeah. Okay, so is, is there any issues in managing across time zones? Um, yeah, sometimes we have to cancel yeah. and all that, yeah. but along the way, as, as what, I mean, initially, you know, they have to, they have a lot of commitments and all that, but mm. right now, as you see, that things getting much more serious and all that. Mm-hmm. And they see the vision that we want to execute and all that. Um, they seem to keen to f- fulfill their time to right. color space. Yeah. Okay. And are they all quite technical people? Or? Um. Yeah, technical people, and also one one of our one of our team members is much more experienced in business mid business development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's key, isn't it? Yeah. So, what was his background? Um. He was. Um. He is uh, currently um, bar manager. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, I, I've run um, sales business, sales-oriented mm-hmm. businesses before. Where mm-hmm. We've had sales teams, and I, I've sometimes found that there's sometimes the best salespeople aren't necessarily the ones who spent years and years in sales, you mm-hmm. know, like as a professional salesperson, but they've worked in retail. So they've worked in bars or they've worked in stores. They just have a really good way with people. They can talk. They feel confident. They like engaging people. And they're there to get business as well. They're not necessarily people who've done 20 years as a business development manager for an IT company. Often they're people who just work with people every day and yeah. sell to people. And they might not even think of it as sales, like you 
mention your friend from the bar background mm, from, yeah. you know but that's selling if he's good at his job if he's good at talking to people and getting people into the bar he's going to generate sales yeah that's right whenever I visit his workplace mm-hmm. there's always um always a friend that, that's trying to greet him and all that yeah so that took me by surprise actually yeah it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's well. I mean, it's good to see as well with your team that you have that business development front as well because mm-hmm. it, it's easy developing any kind of app or any kind of technology just to kind of hide behind yeah. the computer screen, right? Yeah. How about in terms of your advisors? Do you have advisors? Are you planning to get advisors? What kind? Of, I mean, you know, because you, I know you had a, an app before, yeah, but it wasn't a startup per se, and yeah. this for you is sort of new territory in terms of the yeah, ways as well. What are you doing in that? Um, we're actually open to, to have anyone who would like to be our advisor. Mm-hmm. But currently, I'm, I'm actually closely mentored by my dad because uh-huh. he's not really from academic, mm-hmm. but he also, um, in his, uh, in, back in the 90s, he was a businessman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a government contractor. Okay, yeah. good. So he's giving you some good advice and yeah, that's right. help you avoid the pitfalls. You, you said you're open to advisors as well. Mm. What kind of door openers would you be looking for as well? We have advisors who can who can see um, who can scale, and mm. also um, you know um, give us a strategic advice yeah. about about building the team and also how the business can go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and would you also look for people from the event space or hospitality? Was that not important? Um, yeah, we open to that actually. Yeah, because yeah. uh, although we, although my partner who is a bar manager mm. has uh, vast experience in in event management, also mm. yeah. Okay, good, excellent. So tell us a little bit about the future. And where mm-hmm. you, you hope this to go? What are your plans? I know you said that you have your eyes on the Singaporean market. How do you plan on opening that up? Do you have a time frame for that, or is that something after? I mean, tell us a little bit about what you see as the the, the immediate waypoints and you know like milestones that you're working towards. Yeah, right now uh, we'll be launching um, open to public so that event organizers can mm-hmm. can host their event all that. So uh, there will be around September. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, we also preparing to be much more community centric. We want to be community, uh, especially developers community, so that they can organize their events uh, easier and they could go direct to us and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you planning activities for that yourselves? Yeah, also that we include. Yeah, what would that be, for example? Uh, Definitely, like um, giving them a job careers for developers and mm. all that, and also hackathon maybe. Uh-huh. And so maybe um, you know, um, since Singapore also, and even in KL, mm-hmm. they have um, what's called a um, huge trend among among teenagers yeah. who is into fashion and all that. Yeah. So we would like to organize the events, especially for the streetwear brand. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Interesting. So why, why are you organizing events for them? Is it just so you can attract the talent and get the people in and talk to them? Or is it because you want to talk to the the venue managers? Oh, no, because we want to create a community, actually. Because yeah. yeah. we want to create a community so that they they able to, to, to connect with each other mm-hmm. among the community members and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying to uh, think through, as an investor now, is that building community is expensive. Yeah, that's right. So how would you do that in a way which is cost effective? So yeah, um, you know, uh, 
currently, although we we also uh, hold an event all that, mm. but in exchange we would like to get them to organize their events by themselves also. Okay. Yeah. So they give uh, what's called that will be an exchange. Yeah. In our position transition actually. Yeah. Um, that's the word I would say. Yeah. Okay. The students or the, the, the young people, the community members, the community yeah. members. Yeah. Okay, I mean it's interesting. You're you're building a community around what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That itself may have a lot of value. Yeah. Beyond the actual event space itself. So I mean, do you see like the event space as being a platform to build out other things in the future, or is it all going to be focused on events? Mainly focusing on events. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because I just wondered in terms. I mean, obviously you're focused on. 100% on making sure that your platform, your event marketplace works. Mm-hmm. I wonder in the future whether there's extra value that people can see in it. If you if you build a community around that, well, you also have created a community that's valuable to a lot of different people, not yep. just event managers. You've also got a community that may be valuable to PR companies, mm-hmm. to advertisers, to marketers, and yeah, so on. Right. Even to recruiters as well. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're reaching out and building relationships with, like you said, like young people who mm-hmm. are starting in a career path, that's really valuable. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So there's some extra value baked yeah. in for the future. Thanks. Well, Harith, I think it's great to, to hear from you. And, you know, I wonder what I was doing at 19 years old. And it certainly wasn't being as productive as you or ambitious as you. So, you so know, what were you doing? 19 years old. Um, well, I was definitely at university. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think the thing is, and maybe this is interesting, where, like, where obviously your dad came in, is that you had some good mentoring and somebody put you on the right path. I was definitely, I was into coding like you. I don't think the opportunities for coding were as big back 19, 19 years ago. I'm talking 1991. Wow. Right, to bring yeah. into context, yeah. right? So in, in the early 90s, it was pre-Windows. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was pretty much written in basic or machine code. But there were a lot of people programming. Yeah. But, for example, there weren't many people. If you said, I, was, I wanted to make something, mm-hmm. you couldn't. You know, you would have to, if you wanted to make something, you would have to work for a developer or a mm. games company as mm. an employee. Mm. There were very, I didn't know anybody that yeah. could take computers and create a business out of it back then. So, you know, the fa- and also, I didn't have the kind of guidance that you did at yeah, 19. That's right. So that ma- that's made a big difference, I think. Yeah, um, actually, because um, with the presence of social media and all that, right, mm. I think that creates a huge difference. Yeah. yeah, between between my generation and your generation. Right, we'll have yeah. a hotel. There you go. Yeah, and also I could connect with everyone through through Instagram, through yeah. LinkedIn. Um, you know, actually, social media is a powerful th- powerful thing. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Are you getting advice and things like that through social media, like business advice, or are you just finding inspiration? Then? Yeah, um, it's not just finding inspiration, but we have some advice that we we receive. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, not we, but me. Yeah. yeah. And, and in, in terms of yourself as well, Harris, are you actually sharing your story and your journey out there? Because, you know, I mean, being 19, mm-hmm. starting a startup, I'm sure there are people within your immediate circle or maybe a few, you know, another concentric circle are interested in what you're doing and thinking, well, I want to do that. Yeah, actually, um, you know, it also took me by surprise because I do about... When I was 14, it would, they called me like, you know, it's kind of a risky move and all that, right? Risky and, mover. Yeah. <laughs> Is and that I, a good thing? Well, I would say maybe, maybe. If yes things no, goes right. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but also, um, you know, as they see that, I, that I, took, I take things seriously mm. because, you know, most teenagers, they see that if they see uh, hurdles or challenges, they would stop. Yeah. 
as I see challenges, especially in coding, right? <laughs> Sometimes it will make me frustrated at yeah. times. But yeah, as as soon as they they see that I'm immediately or continuously doing these things, mm. um, about five five of my friends are into computer science right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was really surprising that they are also interested in right, uh, right. to taking the course. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you get younger kids? I mean, I say kids. Cause I mean, like younger teenagers. They're not even adults yet. Do they mm. kind of reach out to you and say, "Hey, look, you know, I'm 14." No, um, not yet. Not yet. But yeah, um, the the one who is younger than me in mm. in my in my high school, they seem to to really interested into talking about entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Build bit about coding as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, I ask because my my son's twelve, mm-hmm. and um, pretty much everything he's ever learned has come from YouTube, right? Yeah. So, and I know they they go onto YouTube and they they look they particularly pay pay attention to the the people in there sort of older by about four or five six years so he will pay attention to people who are like 17 18 19 mm-hmm. at that sort of age group mm-hmm. you know people who are sort of at the end of their education like traditional education maybe going to university and you know they have their youtube channels and so yeah, on and they're right. very influential to that age group coming through you know like 12 13 14 very impressionable yeah. in a positive way as mm-hmm. well because you know they can teach many things much yeah. more than the teacher could teach you know if they see an example of somebody doing something positive like you that can be quite a powerful impact on their lives yeah that's right because uh, now kids uh, they are accessible to to internet it's just mm-hmm. matter of the kind of content that you want to consume yeah yeah, just like TV because yeah. right now TV, I mean back the, I don't know back in the days but <laughs> back in those days <laughs> but, my era yeah, yeah. but t- um, right now YouTube can be you know I, I you know when I was 14 also I yeah. accessed YouTube to learn to learn coding um and it's just not. Co- I mean, part of YouTube also. I watch um, business documentary. Yeah. So uh, I learn from YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah good. And I, I think as well, there's certainly an opportunity for you to build your community through YouTube as well. Is that by documenting your journey? Mm-hmm. <coughs> what I find, excuse me, is that uh, a lot of the founders who come in any age, a lot of the founders who come and sit in this studio whether they're raising money, they raise money, they're series A, series B, whatever it is, is that they often are so busy doing what they're doing mm-hmm. that they don't often think about their journey. Mm-hmm. Their, their heads are down, building the code, building the business, recruiting people, out there raising money. They don't think about that journey and, and actually sharing that with people and realizing how powerful that is because it is sometimes, especially when you surround yourself with motivated people, mm-hmm. you know, and you surround yourself with entrepreneurial coding types, you think that that becomes normal, but mm-hmm. in many ways it isn't. It's you know it's an exception to a lot of people. So I always sort of think that one of the the strengths of being an entrepreneur and being very busy and being very successful is that we don't have a lot of time. It's also a weakness to yeah. share our successes and our journey yeah. with those who could really benefit from it as well. So. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if I had started to to influence them, because everyone's a, it's an influencer. Mm-hmm. Just matter of numbers, actually. Yeah. But yeah, um, if I had done earlier, maybe maybe everyone would, could be doing something much more better than me, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Well, there's still time. You're yeah. only 19. <laughs> Not to say in a patronizing way, but there's yeah. so many years ahead of you, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so, I mean, just in rounding up as well, um, 
your team, growing your team. Obviously, mm. you're raising at the moment. You'll be growing your team in the future. I'm mm -hmm. sure you're looking for new people. I'm sure people listening or watching this may think, well, I want to work for this guy. Or somebody may say, I think I can advise this guy or open some doors for him as well and his yeah. team. What kind of people are you looking for in the future? Not necessarily on the technical side, but maybe more on the mindset, cultural side. You know, what kind of company culture do you offer for them that you say okay we want these kind of people and they work in these kind of ways so yeah uh, right now that's what we currently doing is that uh we just we just like you know continuing to to do to fulfill our deadline or that execute our, mm. our tasks so with that in mind just that we want to be someone who is really really motivated and also collaborative mindset sharing yeah. ideas sharing opinions because um, it's just that we, it's just that you, we don't want to be one way, f um, thinking. We yeah, are, we want to welcome diversity, thoughts, and also, you know, exchange values among yeah. each other. Yeah. Okay, and in KL, in where could they be based? Mm -hmm. Probably in KL or Singapore. Yeah. yeah. KL Singapore yeah. and I know not being specific with the roles you're recruiting for but would they be technical people or sales type people what kind of backgrounds or do they have to have any experience I mean you know what happens if he was 17 or 18 well actually you know sometimes um, uh, we are open to every ideas even yeah. even 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 I don't want someone who is a kid yeah that could really give us um, something that we couldn't see yeah. You know, as he ha as someone who has a d different perspective or maybe much more better strategic mm. uh, way of thinking, right. then we open to that kind of idea because yeah. because um, you know as I see that some of um, some of the experience that I encountered is that there was uh, age dis uh, discrimination. Mm -hmm. So so we want to to get to get that as a bridge, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as, um, instead of a wall. Yeah. Right, very good. And so you're open to people pitching you, yeah, saying, "Hey, look, I want to come and work for you. I can do this. This is what I've built in the past. You know, mm -hmm. I may not have ten years of experience, mm -hmm. but hey, look, I built this app, or I built this game, or I, you know, I was involved in this project. Mm -hmm. You know, outside of what you're told to do at school or university, and also what you're paid to do, those are the kind of people that I think really add value. That's, I mean, that's what we look for here. Is oh, that you know, the people who have done stuff where they weren't told to do it. You know, in the weekends they were building an app or they were building a project and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Harith Bakri, mm -hmm. it's great to have you on and it's great to have you all the way from KL. Yeah. I wish you all the best in your journey. Yeah, and, thanks. You know, hopefully it goes well. We'll put all the details in the show notes. And for all those people that are listening that want to reach out, mm -hmm. what's the best way to get in contact with you? Well, uh, it's either through email or just WhatsApp me. WhatsApp. Yeah. Okay, so we'll publish all your details. If that's yeah, okay, sure, that's no notes. problem. Yeah. Excellent. That's Harith Bakri, everybody. Founder, co-founder yeah, of co Gala Space. Yeah. Going places? I hope so. <laughs> hope so too. Harith, thank you very much for yeah, coming thanks. today. Yeah, thanks. Oh, do the shake. <laughs> I can't reach over. I've got the mic stuck in my head. Well, I'm good.